Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? Oh, Donald. Donald, is it true that they say I make plans for the country now? I hope so. All right, everyone. Donald, is it true? Yes. The, the country, I have to make plans for it here in the White House? So if I ugly. had it my way, Melania would be president. I... How about be goodness? You be goodness to everyone. Is that what is it? Why am I so afraid? Why am I here? Because you're doing a wonderful job. Huh? Be based. Be be best. Be based. Be best. That Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben Kissel with Henry Zabrowski. Both of us recording live right here in Los Angeles. My vagina is making more children that will become killers of many. I don't know if Melania is going to do that any longer. Do you don't think she's not going to have more I, kids? I think she might be done. You mean I to tell me? I think you're one and done. Maybe, yeah. I think you're good with Barrett. You think that she can possibly keep her hands off of Trump? <laughs> She could a dreamboat like that can't possibly just want well, to just r- pull down those big honestly, saggy yeah. trouser of his and just ride that little thumbprint. I love I love bread pudding, and theoretically, that's basically the food form of Donald Trump. So yeah, yeah I get it. It just depends on whatever mood you're in. Donald, or- what if I do a thing? Say everybody send Melania back where she come from. Oh, we can't have that. We need her here. She's saving the country. Someone, please. Let I understand leave. that's what you want to have happen, but for the good of the people. You think that she's holding things together? I think she's the only good thing happening. I don't know if she could be held responsible for a single thing. I think that's, she sits somewhere just like she's in, in frightened silence picking out shoes. She's taking out uh she's taking on cyberbullying. So her Husband, uh, yeah, yeah, is the biggest All cyber right. bully. All right. Well, speaking of bullies, we got a bunch of stuff to get to today. Um, Number one, I do have to say, full disclosure, it was our buddy Cena's bachelor party this past weekend, and my brain, speaking of bread pudding, is that I am. It's garbage. It's my it, well, it does something with your serotonin levels, so you feel like. Worse than death. What's nice about doing acid recently is that you. Uh, have then since stopped being on acid, well, and you can always feel grateful for not being on acid any longer. The thing is, what happened to me, I didn't realize, someone was just like, stick out your tongue. And apparently when you do that in LA, it's not like, here's a here's a vegetable, no. here's a nice little carrot. No. It's always going to be a drug that it's you don't acid. realize you take. And or then ketamine. Cut, 
There's quite I, a bit of ketamine around, and we were watching people d- do it as well. And uh, and then you just sit there in the bathroom, and then you realize the wall is like your next. It's like the best TV show you've ever seen. And then you just, yep. I say, hunker down there for I, a little while. Yeah, you hunkered in there. Yeah, we thought you died. There. Yeah, no, it, it was possible. three o'clock in the morning. Um, so we were going to do a little bit of an update. Update. Um, we have some got? new information came in about the East Area Rapist, and all of it is uh, nebulous. And so this is why it's what hard is, time. What does nebulous mean? You hear that word sometimes. Hmm. It seems to be, uh, a merman's underwear. Can I say that? Is <laughs> that what you'd call it? Uh, yeah. Um, so with the yeah with the uh, original the, Night Stalker, I mean yeah, there hasn't been no, nothing's been too too no. crushing yet, other than the he's guy, depressed and what's his name? He's not speaking to anyone. He's real grim about it. He doesn't oh. want to give anybody the benefit of the doubt of any sort of information. So this is why we don't normally cover current events mm. on last podcast because there's no conclusion. Well, it moves slow. Once you once the guy gets arrested, the, then you got to go through the trial process so we'll have a lot more when the process actually happens if he doesn't just plea out and just takes takes the easy road i hope there's a big long trial i think they're definitely there definitely will and i imagine in my estimation he's going to be close to a btk where he's going to be so proud of his workload so if you haven't seen btk on the stand folks let me tell you this it is one of the most um, upsetting things of all time. He's such an ass. Well, he does a meticulous, unemotional recount of every single one of his crimes. And then he, he says stuff like, you know, I'm like your mother's age right now when I killed her. And yes. it's like, what do you want me to do? Am I supposed to relate to you? Exactly. Like, what is, is happening? Is this the view? No, you are. It, this guy is going to either say nothing and give no one any sort of satisfaction or he'll spill his guts. So everybody worships what a fucking evil genius he is. And we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, hopefully there's not too many. I will say, you know, he doesn't have like the Bundy look. So no. I don't think there'll be that fan club that oftentimes no. surrounds people who are even just mildly attractive. No, 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 no. no I, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to have any sort of sexual mystique going I mean, down the line because he's got that. He's got a golfer's face. Yeah, 72-year-old golfer's face. Yeah, big old, yeah. like, just a flat. He's flat. You know, you know, and we all now know about the micropenis, which I'm also certain doesn't make him, like, the happiest. No, no. You know what I mean? Because that seems to be the first thing. Can you imagine you spend all this time being a devious piece of shit, and you think that you're wreaking havoc across the whole world, and mm. the main thing people know about you is that you have a micropenis. Right, yeah. It's the first thing they know. Well, in in a strange way, usually I would say that's gossip. Let's not even talk about it. But in this case, it's kind of uh, it's it part, impacts the case. It's a part of the case. Yeah. At some point, a police officer had to put him in another room where they took his pants down, right. and they had to be like, "How and then small they, is it?" And then they have to classify it as because micro. If I'm not mistaken, and I so rarely am, that's a medical term. I believe micro. Don't they have to call because it's just like no, that's just a tiny one. That's a micro. A micro is if you take your pants off and it's just Vern Troyer's head. Yeah, just right at the seven. But R.I.P. R.I.P. Didn't realize that he purposely drank himself to death. Do you purposely drink yourself to death? I, I think mean, you just drink yourself to death. We are doing that, but we're doing it the low and slow way. We're doing <laughs> it as it plays out over 45 years. Yes, Guy Fieri, when he does a tour of, I don't know, our bodies, because now he's shrunk himself down and he does a diner's drive-ins and dives like liver of alcoholics version, uh, he will be very happy with our slow and, roll oh, pro- uh, slow, yeah. slow and low process. The rib stick and livers mm. of podcasters everywhere. Um, <laughs> and the other uh, maybe update we could talk about is, I mean, like, honestly, I don't think we're 
we're going to be talking about incels again for a while nah. until one of them kills another one and they've puts out a public enough. manifesto. They've had enough attention. Yeah, they've had enough. But they've what I think enough. is interesting about how you see all of these newspapers now, I mean, of course, all these legitimate mm-hmm. sources, quote unquote, legitimate sources of news, all coming out being like the bizarre world of the incels. I know, man. And you're like, well, it's well, been known. It's been known quantity on the internet. For, for years. so long. That's what aggravates me so much about these cases when they do the breaking news and they just have to fill 24 hours with content, but they don't know anything. No. So they'll be like with that with that maniac douche in, uh, in Toronto. They'll be like, no word if he's a terrorist, no idea what's going on with him. Uh, he seems to be a relatively nice guy, hates all women. Uh, and then they just breeze right through. Because he ate no- ramen before driving to his crime. Did ramen have anything to do with purposeful auto vehicular manslaughter? Let's take it to Dave. Dave, what do you think? And then it's going to be talking about ramen and Gotta the get in styles there. of ramen. Absolutely. No, it really makes me mad. I think that the, that's the one thing about, like, we live on the internet. Like, right. especially us. It's like this generation of people, a group of people that we spent hours of our formative years watching beheadings by chainsaw on either Live Leak or seeing penises shredded on Rotten.com from back well, in the day. Well, Rotten was really the first one. We were just talking about this with some buddies. Rotten, when that thing came out on the internet, it was like I will say on a serious level, when it came to the Iraq war, they broke some really like it, very depressing, very brutal graphic photos of what the war was like, because over here it was like, everything is going great. Look at the beautiful missiles. I remember when they, <laughs> yeah, they played exactly. when the, that first Iraq war happened and it was like, they showed the videos of the, the missiles the, yeah. sho- sho- shooting back and forth Just in night glory. vision. They never show when they land though. And no. that's, that's really, that's the game. But a part of what, that's what Rotten.com did sort of. It it's did. a hold up of being like, it's kind of what happened during the, the uh, newspaper coverage of the Vietnam War and the yeah. news where they would show actual bodies and stuff. So you, could see the effects of war and it was shown on the internet you gotta see it because if you don't see it then you can't form an opinion and you have to know how disgusting it is but i hate the sort of i don't know what the term is i think it's uh they're the condescension of newspapers then show up on this like internet world of information and they're like it wasn't real until we discovered it like, oh sure incels weren't real until new york times discovered it that read it all of the all of the the aggregation of information that happens on the internet that 4chan is this like nebulous world of crack dealers and spies when it's really just 11 year olds right they yeah they live in their own little world they live in their own little bubbles and they've sort of their whole thing is theoretically thinking that they're more intelligent than everybody and in order to do that they can't talk to anybody else because then they'll realize that everyone else is either smarter or of equal intelligence because theoretically all of us can know anything at any time uh, because of our smartphones. But that's a part of what they didn't, I mean, it's the aborted dream of the internet, right? Was that the internet was supposed to be like, oh, you can you can learn anything. Right, I right, right. learn how to make pesto. And then I also learn how to make my asshole fucking two times its size using yeah. a pine cone. And I'm thinking if the earth isn't flat, then like, how am I even walking on it? How am I walking am on I it walking if it's not it? flat? Come on, come on. If it's some kind of ball, I would be falling over. But that's what they, they get. They, obviously... They have to co-opt it, and they yes. say the internet's a child's toy. And CNN it's a, literally broke news, like, we've found incels. We've discovered incels. And no. it's like, meanwhile, we've been uh, ahead what's of the next? Game. Cave paintings? Yes, of course. We have always been ahead of the game, just like you, our listeners, because I know uh, you are all probably more advanced than me when it comes to internet uh, searching. But when you're an internet, people out there, I mean, you can even send an even message to us and tell us if you still do this. It's because, like, now, though, when I'm in my 30s, I can't spend that amount of time on 4chan anymore. It's a lot for the brain. It's, it's kind of devastating. I can't I just, see, um, like, dick blossoms. 
No. Don't even write the term dick no, blossom no, into no. a Google search because none of it's good. Well, that used to just be jokes back in the day. Be like, you got to check out Purple Waffle. Was it Purple Waffle? Blue, blue Waffle. Blue, uh, blue Waffle. And I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh. Like, it's a brunch. And then you look at it and then they laugh at you. And we're like, that was disgusting. Do you remember Lemon Party? That was if disgusting. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, <laughs> don't make a pretty woman your wife. But so but we yes. have some new news today that I guess we'll start talking about. Well, it's not new news. It's new old news. But I'm. it's nice to um, dive deep into it. But we wanted to talk about the crimes and arrest of Bruce MacArthur, right. the new Toronto serial killer uh, that uh, is Man. very pleasant looking. A couple of rough weeks for Toronto local news, huh? I mean, Toronto I guess this had is actually coming. a happy story because he's caught. So he that's caught. Actually- I mean, he was a, he was doing his reign of terror for what seems like possibly since 1975. Jeez. He was Bruce MacArthur was born in. 1951, he um, spent his childhood, I love this report here, yeah. with his sister and parents in a sturdy-looking bungalow. I get the feeling the author of this for the, what is this, the National Post, like, wants to write about homes? I think he wants and to write about like, bungalows. no, you're on the true crime watch. He's like, oh, well, I will squeeze in the line, sturdy-looking bungalow, which I think was also Henry's nickname in high school. I think it's a, well, maybe a bet, yeah. an inner office bet, is how many times can he get sturdy-looking bungalow? <laughs> what is this? How does it, what? anyway, Anyway, that's, that's not what we're here to talk about. But it's he. So he was raised. I'm also Canada's got a thing with small houses. Yes, because Canada loves their cabins. Um, they're all obsessed with their cabins. Everybody's working for the weekend in order to get back to the cabin. Yeah, why not? So to me, when I hear bungalow, I know L.A. renters' term for bungalow. What is that? Is a shed behind a house that you rent <laughs> for fifteen hundred dollars a month. Oh wow, is it sturdy looking? Most of the time, it is shanty looking. Oh, it is okay. paltry looking. So um, this dude, but he he's, was arrested. Let's yes. just do this. So he was arrested in January, and uh, now he's been charged officially with eight counts of first-degree murder. And uh, most of the slains uh, were of men who vanished from the city's gay village. So now, they called perhaps, it gay village, which right. sounds like a fun place. It's very on the nose. It's very I will on say, the nose. like, you know, you could have gone with, like, Yeah, normally know, it's called, like... Poopyville or like or uh, sneakers up. I don't know if Poopyville would be <laughs> accurate. I think that's where like people like you and I would live. Because yes, it's it's humorous. Shaft Town. Something There's like many that. different places. It's always some kind of fun name, but they just went straight for calling. Like, Let's call it the Gay Village. Gay Village. So you can never be surprised, right? Because I he always hate surprises. I tell you what, I got to always plan my birthday myself. Absolutely. So because of that. A lot of folks speculate that uh, it was sort of like bad guys be bygones, don't investigate too much. Well, uh, it kind of falls into that. We're seeing uh, that issue. now. Yeah, we don't really know what happened. We know that it was. Uh, it started off with the uh, a bunch of missing. Uh, what seems to be either uh, either Middle Eastern men between the mostly Middle Eastern men mm-hmm. uh, that were went missing from this town, and most of the time it's like what it seems like, which is coming out, is that the Toronto police, for the most part, used the excuse of they must have left town, which is uh, what oh, they yeah. also did with Robert Picton, yeah, where the, they said the, the girls just left town, and it's just like they had jobs. You know what? I just love the police department and being like, what's the easiest answer for us? Not the most plausible. We'll just say they left town. We have come to the conclusion that it is, in fact, Slenderman. So but he, <laughs> the ages of these folks, it goes from people as young as 37 to as old as 59. Uh, so that's a pretty uh, well, large range there. It's and also a type of victim that we don't see quite a bit, a full-grown man. A full-grown man's hard to do. So yeah. what it, how it kind of went, it seemed to be, is that, well... 
uh, old Bruce was uh, married with a with a husband. He had he had a, he had a wife and he had kids up until the early nineties, and he lived with them. And essentially, he was doing pretty well. He was a sock salesman for a while until a he sock got salesman. Yeah, yeah, which is also Just what he socks? called himself on his grinder. Sock sales. No, yes, he would go. Wow. His I, name was a Silver Fox Toronto on the website <laughs> Man Jam. Huh. Which I, is. have to check that out. My problem with the term Man Jam is that it seems to be like what I leave behind on the seat after I get up after the show. You know, I was thinking you were going to go there, hoping you weren't, but then you did. And I was a guy. I agree with my assessment of hoping you didn't. Is that attractive to men, the idea of Man Jam? Because I don't. I don't think so. I, I wouldn't you want to eat. Like, I love women, but I wouldn't necessarily go to a website called Pussy Soup. Uh, or like, I could see you stumbling <laughs> upon that one. <laughs> Maybe. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some chop. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chop. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. But go back up here. I want to read this planter's line, unless you were holding on to Oh, yeah, yeah, This was the interesting thing. Human remains belonging to at least seven of these folks, his victims, had been found in planters at a leaside home linked to McCarthy's work as a landscaper. So evidently he was working as a landscaper as well. Hey, Bruce, what are you doing out there out in the field? There's like... I'm planting dude trees. <laughs> he is funny. Bruce he's, is a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Come to find out, he's actually just extremely honest. Yes, very, very honest. So to that a fault. was kind of how he got that. What the nickname was the potted plant killer for a little while. Which is right? silly. Which is silly. But how the hell, first of all, like, how big are these potted plants? We cut How much up. can you put in? How much person could you fit into a potted plant? He put a whole 49-year-old dude in there. What he How would is do it is possible? He would chop them up, and then when he was planting out these huge planters, like these have people have big houses, and so he was doing like fairly advanced lawn care for people. And okay. then as he was as he was planting the things, he literally would go like 
back to his truck, right. get his hands and the feet and all the things that he cut up in a, probably in a big tarp, threw them in the bottom of the plant and dug it up and apparently won a hand fucking surface. Oh, so you're really? Just out there, yeah, and all of a sudden a hand pops up out of the dirt and you're like, is that Jesus Christ? I better dig him out. <laughs> and then you get out there and it's fucking just more body parts. Yeah, well, it might have a uh, similar complexion to what Jesus Christ had there. Yes. Th- Thank you, Kissel. Yes, absolutely. That is crazy. So this per and that's was that what started the cops being like, we better start sniffing around these potted plants? Because well, if you find one hand, I'm just going to say uh, there's a much higher chance you find six more. Looking for two. Uh, he... There's a obviously we're going to be covering this as more things come out. But what it seems to be was that in December of 2017, there was a suspected serial killer in Gay Village. And okay. he was actually put as one of he was on a suspect list for a little bit of time. OK. And uh, th- what it happens here is though, because the case is unfolding, there's a lot of stuff that the cops haven't answered yet. Of why they finally decided that he was the specific Right. Uh, suspect there's a there are they, there's still evidence that's coming out a part of what they had to do was identify all these men and kind of course it all together so eventually they were trying to say that there was going to be a serial killer in the uh, in December 2017 and then they came out and said no there's no serial killer because they didn't want to have to deal with the baggage of what happens when you say you have a serial killer because then all the fucking feds have to come out of the woodwork and do all this, right, all and this extra a shit a bunch of nerds uh, like people like us come to solve the crime for them and then yes. we just end up sort of like Salem witchcrafting like everyone we see be like you did it you did it prove me wrong yes so I want to go back to that one part here where it talks about these murders took place I didn't quite realize it was 75 to 78 they, that well, was the majority of the of the murders these are all That's new pretty, murders the, these, no, new these are ones, new discoveries yes these discoveries are new what they're trying to figure out is whether or not they can attach cold cases from the from 75 to 86 to him because what they're so totally, his number could go much higher much higher that. well oh. if it's true because it's a part of what it is, is that if he's killed seven people in the last like couple of years since 2012, right? And, he, I, and then he must have killed. He must have killed before unless something snapped in him later in life right in 2001 he was arrested for beating up a uh, male sex worker with a pipe okay. and when he he turned himself in and he said I didn't know I don't know why I did this I don't know what came over me so they don't know whether or not that was a that, part of it he was he was in good standings he but he was a part of the BDSM community in Toronto he used okay. to go to this place called zipper cell block oh my goodness. he would go very well, very intense. I think he's going to a similar place now yeah. zipper cell block yes and he he was known as Santa because uh, he looked like Santa, and oh a part of his gig was. What, is what that, were, I would wonder what some of the gifts were that he was passing. Oh, on. fucking get into ropey that. sheets of cum. Oh my goodness! Maybe. Give um, me coal instead, please. <laughs> I can't deal with all this. What do I do with all this cum? I can't regift it. All right, so you almost you want. I, I mean, I guess just from my perspective, I would want him to just be guilty of all these crimes. Just. So we can get closure and just, I just don't like the idea of multiple serial killers just kind of roaming around. Well, it's really scary. Part of that is, I mean, again, I think we talked about last time how we were wondering if, if constant surveillance is what's going to allow the serial killer to disappear, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just depends on how deep they go and how need, I think that one thing that Eron's did show was that it really depends on on the gaping need of the killers uh, uh, for attention. For attention. That's and, what got BTK caught up again. Yes, because yeah. it depends on how, well, if you want the claim for your 
crimes. When it seemed what in case well, of Bruce I don't MacArthur, I think that he did. Eurons, I don't think did. No, he? I think he just wanted to be a miserable old man. I think that he. Uh, I think that we'll see that he is pleased with the fact that he went for so many years without being caught. I think right. that he views himself as superior to mankind, much like Dennis Rader, who was like, "I'm smarter than everybody else, and I'm going to show them how much smarter I am than everybody else." Right, right. But what he uh, they never are though. Isn't that interesting? No, they're not. They no. always get fucking caught because you have to be a fucking moron to kill somebody because yeah. you just do do the do what's best to show everybody that you're wrong by creating a podcast that ends up paying your bills. Wow, That's now what I, you, I'm, I'm looking further at Bruce MacArthur's face, and now I see the Santa. Oh yeah, I he's a Santa. The, yeah, he's I can cute. See the zipper. Uh, but what he would do apparently? So there are things that are coming out. Is that he had a BTS? He he was a he had a BDSM streak. Okay, and that he like one guy was talking about how he uh, would tie him up in these prone positions with the ass up, back his hands behind his back, face down to the carpet, and uh, that's how they were they were insinuating that's how they found some victims back in the 1970s, which is why they mm. think that he may be uh, connected to it. They also somehow when they were looking for the identity of one of the victims, you know that, what's interesting. Um, uh, and just to that point, it's like people that are very good at tying ropes. It's like uh, Boy Scout, Boy Scouts. No, no, BDSM clubs. And he's like, all right. Yeah. Great guy to have in a mountain with you. <laughs> well, honestly, it is a great guy to have a mountain with him. Also, he loves punishment so much that he will do all the hard climbs. Yeah, he'll be like a, a Sherpa type. He'll take all the- He'll uh, get all the way out yeah, there. there. There's a lot of stuff to cover on this. So yeah, so, he, 2001. So basically what also turns out is that he may be taking a bunch of pictures. He had a couple of other lovers that said that he was into was looking for submissive men. And it's a part of what happens in the BDSM community is, up, is that in order to have a healthy BDSM mm-hmm. community, you have to have, to have a lot of trust. Because the part is you have to trust that this person's not going to fucking choke that's, me to death when my hands are tied to my and, feet. And again, not maligning any kind of kink. No. Play, consensual kink play. Wonderful stuff. Have a lot of fun with your life. Uh, but obviously this man um, did not uh, agree to the uh, to the contract. Well, what, what happened was in the way they ended up getting him. And finally, they had him under surveillance and they watched a young man go into his apartment. And finally, they're like, we've had enough of this shenanigans. And they went in there and they found the dude completely trussed up, but he had yet to have done anything to him. And then they arrested him. Hopefully uh, they untied the, the dude I that they I, left I, behind. I, I, I hope they would do that first. I would. I'd like to think though. They're like, or he was like, "Don't tie me up yet." Yeah, maybe. Let me, let me stay like this, please. Who knows? Um, but there's still. I think if even if you are, if even if he does say that at this point, I say we got to untie you, sir. <laughs> we, I just, I, I don't want to. I'm not again. You know, you got it, but just got to do this right now. I'm trying to think because this just comes from the last bit of information I have is from the Toronto Star. All of this kind of came out essentially a month ago. Mm-hmm. It was also this other constant, this whole other thing that they yada yada over called Project Houston, which What's is in that? November 2012. Toronto police assembled a task force called Project Houston to search for three missing men from the gay village. It was created mm-hmm. because Toronto police at one time believed um, Skandaraj Navratnam, who ended up being one of the victims of Bruce MacArthur, may have met with foul play three years after he disappeared this stemmed from a tip about an online cannibalism ring playing a role in his death kind of go into that uh cannibal cop case that we had there in new york city where the guy was on those forums and it does get like pretty it gets pretty roasty yeah it gets definitely roasty they're pretty they 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 talk it's barbecue it's barbecue talk but then there's a person that is the that is the talking about talking about his goddamn wife so now with the uh, the Investigation is going to all of the different places where he used to do landscaping. 
Okay. And they're going to have to go. It's something like 30 different properties where they have to go and dig up all these places. And they're having problems with the the people uh, that are were they clients of his or yeah. basically being like, don't come look on my, my land. I don't want you to come and do this shit. And they're like, well, we have to. And so yeah. they have to go dig up all these places just looking for bodies. And they were just trying to have a nice lawn. Yeah. They, uh, you know, so you could maybe spin it. Into something like a resort, sort of a macabre hotel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say the vast majority of people aren't thrilled with the idea of uh, just kind of playing football on grass and right beneath them is just a rotting corpse. I mean, um, I guess but not. But then do you want to find out if that is the case or do you just want to, yeah, do you want that information or not? That's kind of the key question. Is it weird to say that I don't, but not, I mean, obviously not for me. It's probably not weird to say I don't really care. I imagine I would live on haunted ground anyway. I feel like this is where we live in Los Angeles and New York. We're probably surrounded by dead bodies. You know, man, it's just got to depend on what it is. If it's like a bunch of child murder, I think that might be traumatizing. It would be pretty traumatizing. But I don't know what, I don't, because. A, a fire with a house filled with nuns. Oh, That's kind of hot. That's kind of crazy. That's yeah. kind of fun. I would do that. I would be into like where President Garfield died. Yeah, all that Did historic he get shot? stuff. I don't know. Was I think he they, one of the assassinated? I think they all just died in the tub. Was President I'm, Harrison assassinated? No, he got someone. He got all sick because he's an idiot. Grover Cleveland. I don't know what happened. I think again, most of them just die like on the golf course next to a train or in a tub. <laughs> I don't know why, but they're old, and that's what they do. Yeah, I mean, I say. Let them die. Have a little fun with your life. Let them die. So I guess with this case, we're going to continue to follow it. The more that they go and excavate uh, potential bodies, uh, hoping that this list ends at eight. But uh, it looks like they have a bunch of old uh, cases they want to tie them to. I don't know if they have the DNA from the 70s. You know, that might be a little bit tricky to get. I mean, I don't uh, know. And it depends on on what the Canadian police were doing at the time. Because a lot of the, again, it's another oh, sort of example that. of this is the the, the front yeah. of Zipper cell block. Zip, and I mean, they got the American flag. They got the uh, Canadian flag. They got the pride flag. It, from the outside, it says welcome world. That's as far as places uh, with the term cell block in them. That looks fairly welcoming. Yeah. And the, his nickname was Snoppy. As a boy, was what? Um, yeah, and when he was a little kid, he moved Snoppy? to. Yeah, his name was Snoppy as That's a little boy. A, but what does that imply? Um, I don't know. How? What? What kind of personality trait or physical feature would you have to have to be called Snoppy? I don't know, big old droopy cock. I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what all the boys That's are the, doing. Well, then I don't think he would earn that nickname. I don't know, but it, it, it just seems like again when you read about his uh, his past, there's. I mean, everyone says the same thing. There's like, we didn't, uh, we would never imagine that Bruce murdered everybody. He was the fun guy. Hmm. He would go and he would buy gifts for everybody, take people out to eat. He was very gregarious. He was friendly. So it's different than the uh, original Night Stalker, where everyone like he was an ass yes this guy so um, he was actually living to that living up to that trope that i think it's way too common by the way that it's just the nice neighbor next door who's a serial killer i think that's rare i think it is rare i think a lot of times it also depends on the uh level of it seems like maybe he could have snapped labor later in life um and it also maybe. depends on how much he gets off on acting like a nice guy when he knows for a fact he's gonna chain up a bunch of dudes and beat them to death yeah i guess that's the 
what do you call that? The old yin yang there. But he went, he's rented a three bedroom apartment with him and his buddy and his son also lived there. And he would just leave out these collages that he would make of pictures of East Indian men with erections. And he just left him around. His son found him and he was like, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a little bit of my life. And then they went and huh. apparently we're, we're going to find out is that one of the victims was uh, identified by releasing a picture that the police would not reveal where the picture came from. And it seems to be a part of what may have connected Bruce MacArthur to all of these crimes is that I think that he took a bunch of pictures of victims. That is your, your Dahmer type. Well, they, and of course, going back, not to beat to death the term BTK, the guy BTK. But yeah, a lot of times it's with the pictures, especially if it's um, to go back and, and to use for sexual pleasure. But these dudes were big dudes. Yeah, that's, and so I'm was he. These guys. Yes, I mean, again, going back to what you were saying, it is rare to get like grown dudes. I mean, and I also wonder why he murdered some and some he just had sex with. There was a bunch that he just, there were several people who said that they had straight up either normal sex mm. or normal BDSM sex with him without wonder, it getting too intense. But then a couple of other people came forward and said, I had some sex with him and it got really very intense. And he was like choking me and smashing my head against the wall. I wonder if it was an accident the first time. I mean, that's what we learned with John Wayne Gacy, right? Is that the first murder was an accident. And then once you pop it, and then what yeah. can you do? Because now it's just like, now my fucking most illicit. Well, I mean, honestly, that is the big hurdle, right? Because you kill one person, you're going to jail for life. You kill eight people, you're going to jail, jail for, for life. life. There's only so much you can get. Um, so who knows? But yeah, all right. Well, we'll keep on following this story the more that we know. We definitely are. Um, I am very interested in only just because this is, uh, I mean, in the end of the, we constantly talk about are there going to be more big hitters? Like in our lifespans, like, are we going to see more well, serial murder? You know, it's, it does. It seems to be happening. This is an example of it. You mentioned um, technology and surveillance were extremely surveilled. It's a police state, ladies and gentlemen. And I let people know when we were pulled over by the LAPD randomly. And also and when it, you didn't realize you were on acid. Yeah. That was a thing, too. That was that a part was of that. Outrage. I did. Yeah. Re- that was the. Man, I, yeah. I, I wish I would have known um, because I, cause I kept on saying like all night, I was like, man, I feel like I'm tripping. I didn't take any acid. And then the next morning, our friend who was there was like, I said that same thing again. I was like, I didn't take any acid. He's like, dude, you took like, yeah. Yeah, you definitely You, you got did. like given a bunch. But anyway, back to the surveillance thing. We're seeing uh, or perhaps we're seeing more spree kills. Because you can't serial kill any longer. Maybe not. You got to do what a like a paddock did in I mean, Las I, Vegas. Well, we'll see or what happens. The, uh, the Pulse nightclub. We'll see what happens. But I also then oh, maybe we're also in another even weirder cycle where people will do serial killers just to be. Will do serial murder just to get the attention of being a serial killer. How just long? to have a podcast based upon their life. How many jokes I've seen alone? Yeah. People saying like, "Yeah, I kill people just to be on this podcast on the left." And yeah. we're like, "Well, what if that slowly becomes?" not ironic and starts becoming real. I think let's not do that. That's number one. Come on, guys. I, I don't know. Yeah, I just... Oh, another just weird... Talk, like it's very difficult. Another weird factoid is that Todd's... Todd is the name of Bruce MacArthur's son in Toronto. Okay. And he was recently re- uh, arrested for... Um, he is obsessed with doing uh, obscene phone calls to random numbers that he was calling up women from the phone book and being like, I want to eat your fucking shit. I want you to shit in my mouth. And talking about like eating their shit and drinking their piss and like, and fucking them. But it's like you have a cell phone. Most likely you can't do that again. Like Toronto has pay phones. Oh, okay. So he was doing it from the pay phones. Old school. 
Oh, right. You got to keep it old school back in the day because that's how it is. That's how you get the real pleasure of it is you get to be in a booth. You get to smell the piss. And now you're smelling piss and you're thinking about piss. And you're calling somebody and asking about their piss. And she's like, stop it. But she could also maybe be on the bathroom when she answered the phone. And then you know it because you kind of maybe you'd like hear a little bit. Of, you know of what? It. I'm just going to say you're overthinking that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Well, we will keep you up to date. Bruce MacArthur. Uh, thank God he is off the streets and caught. I mean, it's been a lot of a lot of captures. We don't know what we'll talk about next week, but I'm sure I am sure the world shall provide. I say again, tell us we've been getting people sending uh, stuff to us just to speak about. We'll start going through that information. Um, we would love to hear what you're interested in hearing about. There's because there's things that slide under the radar. Yep. I'd like to do some more conspiracy theory stuff as well. I was trying to read into QAnon. Do you know that QAnon goes all the way down to they believe that the Democrats have access to an AI that is trying to subvert all of it? Like it goes down that stupid. The AI war is very real. We could cover that. But the AI we war, I that, welcome, I welcome like, them. And we just had, I just I will, released it on um, that bonus Top Hat episode with the Space Force, Donald Trump yeah, talking. Dude. It is, it's so ridiculous, but it's, you know, a sixth branch of the government, a Space Force type thing. It's been talked about for many years. Uh, AI it wasn't is given as be stupid the, of a name before. No, it's extra dumb when he says it, because yeah. he says, he literally said, we're big in space. We're big in space. It's, what does that even mean? It means nothing. Um, but we're we actually are big technically not allowed to own anything. Right. I think, do we own the moon? Does I don't America the, own the moon? I think there's like an agreement that no one can own the moon, including Pizza Hut, because remember back in the day when yes. Pizza was like, we're going to project an advertisement yes. on the moon, and then there was a universal consensus that said we don't want to cheapen the moon like yeah. NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Oh my, and it will be happening. So yeah, the AI stuff, man, that's that's the next level. You know, it's, I'll be a I'll be a jester for them. I don't give a shy. It's, totally, it's just going to... Give them a shot, man. The problem is, if we do just program them with the US laws, everything's illegal. So, but we were talking we will to some. All just be arrested. But I thought it was kind of cool that uh, we had friends that were talking about how AI can also branch into a weird world where you make them hyper. They, they have, they're super intelligent. They can access anything they want with their CPU or whatever it is, yeah, their computer part it of it. But they are supposed to only do many like menial tasks. Like you have something that is essentially a superhuman robot that has access to all the knowledge that is available, but is just a Roomba. Yeah. Man, it's fun. All right. Well, actually, you know what? That's a very good potential topic for next week. So, I like that uh, Yeah, let us know what you want to talk about. Henry loves you on Twitter and uh, Dr. Fantasty Instagram. Yep. Ben Kissel Instagram. Ben Kissel. Oh, Ben Kissel 1 on Instagram and Ben Kissel on uh, Twitter. And yeah. if you have any suggestions or if you have any questions, um, leave the complaints to Reddit. I would say <laughs> the Reddit page is actually fairly nice. I don't know. I, I just everyone is a depressed. There was just a study that said forty five percent of people under twenty five are are uh, contemplating suicide on a regular basis, and it's like I totally get it. Let's just be nicer. But a part of our acid conversation that I really uh, started seeping down my head is that because the internet is of our subconscious, and forty five percent of us are, point. if forty five percent of the of humankind are depressed, essentially we are making the internet depressed. Yes, that's a good point. We're doing it on purpose. It is. Um, so if you have something to say, email us at thelastpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. And again, it's so good. I'm, I didn't even say it. Kizzle's here in the studio with you, with me here in yeah, L.A. You mentioned that up top. Yeah, did I? 
I mentioned how we were in Los Angeles. Oh, wow, well, yeah. yeah we got a live show at the Echoplex tonight. Yeah, and I farted fun. right on your pocket. Yes, you did. That's what's kind of nice to be in the same room. Yeah, that was kind of exciting. Um, Hail Satan and Triple L. Is that what we said the last time? I, Live, I, love, I, and learn? I prefer if it doesn't stick it around. It doesn't have to. Okay. Hail yourselves, everyone. See you, farmers. And I'm a Gustalation For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.